This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the gunny. The Second Amendment of the Constitution of the United States is not negotiable. You don't negotiate an amendment to a constitution. It is what it is. If you don't like it, then you go through a process to change it, where the people change the Constitution. In the meantime, you can't just determine that this right that we have is not good for the people of the United States. And of course, the National Rifle Association, which has been around since I believe 1871, has proven the fact that the government has no room whatsoever into determining whether a person can own a gun of any kind except for, you know, big tanks and all that. We get that. We understand that. However, in this administration that we're dealing with today, they want to continually attack the NRA and people like us because they are saying that we have a pandemic. Oh, Lord, let me use this word. Pandemic with gun violence. I'm going to prove to you they have no, no idea what they're talking about. But it's the political spectrum, and this is what power is all about. So stay tuned. Got a big show about the Second Amendment today. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. For many years in this country, citizens, American citizens, relied upon a gun to survive, to provide them food for their family. And even today, in the outskirts of the rural environment, people still deer hunt, duck hunt, fish, all these things that they do to provide food for their family. And to do that, you got to have a gun. And the Second Amendment protected that right to protect yourself and provide for your family. So the NRA is America's permanent gun rights organization, composed of millions of patriots, law-abiding, free-loving citizens. That's important, law-abiding, free-loving citizens. Together, we defend the Second Amendment rights of all Americans, and we work to protect and preserve our hunting and shooting traditions for future generations. The NRA also offers the best firearms education programs in the country. That is true. I am an NRA certified instructor, and they have the best training on the safety of firearms. 
millions of America each year become safe with firearms because of the NRA. So in the news now, Biden has selected an ATF director, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives, ATF. So he has picked a person that he wants to get into this permanent position as an ATF director. Chapman served 25 years as an ATF agent. Thank you so much for your service. Absolutely believe that he probably did a great job. Monitoring firearms traffic between Virginia and New York. Following his time at the ATF, he worked for two anti-Second Amendment groups. Every Town for Gun Safety and Mike Bloomberg's lobbying group and Giffords. Do you remember Giffords? Gabby Gifford? A representative from Arizona that got shot by a cruel person in a mall. Unfortunately, that's what happened. The Biden administration nominated Chipman to direct AF the ATF, not because of his experience in law enforcement, because his political lobbying. During his time as a lobbyist, Chipman fought for the handgun licensing and registration, universal backgrounds, by the way, which we have, and a ban on modern sporting rifles. Modern sporting rifles? Chipman's qualifications aren't his achievements in law enforcement. They're his zeal for attacking the Second Amendment and ridiculing gun-owning uh, Americans. This is a leftist in the ATF. The Biden administration is looking to radically remake America, and this includes an unprecedented assault on the Second Amendment and law-abiding citizens and gun owners like yourself. Chapman holds several fringe views on Second Amendment, such as his belief that the National Firearms Act can be used to regulate and effectively ban all semi-automatic rifles. So it's not about that you have a gun. It's about do you have a semi-automatic rifle gun? Look, it doesn't matter how many bullets you can shoot. It's the person behind the gun. So to finish up this article, and this article is from the Federalist. You can check it out in the show notes. This is what the Biden administration and its foot soldiers want for this country. You are not fellow countrymen with deferring views of the good, but evil obstacles preventing them from realizing heaven on earth. Far more closely resembling the hell of a Brazilian favela painting that any Christian concept of paradise. So it's not about what you can do to protect your life and feed your family, it's utopia. 
When they become in charge of everything, then it becomes utopia. And then you get to live like they tell you how to live. But first, they have to take your guns away. To do that, they must confirm Chipman, whose primary qualifications for public office is not his relative undistinguished record in law enforcement, but his willingness to disarm his fellow Americans. It is no wonder that Americans are taking to the nearest gun store to buy whatever they can get their hands on in advance of a figure like this taking the oath of office. So if this man becomes the permanent ATF guy, it's, joy, it's just going to be bad for all Americans. But the good news is how many people in America own guns. And like the rest of us, from my cold dead hands is the only way you're going to take my gun. And millions, millions of Americans understand that we've got to protect ourselves from the government. So I'm going to throw some statistics out there. Yes, this is from the ATF website. In 2020, last year, there were 2.3 million firearms processed by the ATF. So there were 2.3 million people that bought firearms that had to fill out a background check to get that firearm. But that's interesting. So let's go back to 2010, 2010, when Obama was elected. In 2010, there were 828,000 firearms sold. And then President Trump got elected in his first year, 2017, there were 1.6 million firearms sold. So the point is, it doesn't matter who is in the government. The American people are realizing that they've got to arm themselves for a reason, to protect their families and the way of life. In the past 10 years, 16,767,489 guns have been processed by the ATF. 16 million weapons in the last 10 years. That's law-abiding citizens that are concerned about what is happening in the swamp. So I'm going to play to you a ad. Yes, an ad, probably by the Biden administration, talking about David Chapman and why he should be confirmed as the ATF director. David Chipman is committed to public safety in America. He's well-respected in ATF. His experience and background are second to none. He is committed to the safety of our children, of our families, of our communities. He has great leadership skills. He wants to see things get better. He wants to do something that actually has an end result that brings public safety to a higher level. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms hasn't had a permanent director since 2015. I'm proud to nominate David Chipman. He's the right person 
at this moment for this important agency. David has an extensive career with ATF, which makes him truly unique. David has shown dedication throughout his career with 30 years of complex investigations and high-profile cases. He worked on the World Trade Center bombing, he worked on Oklahoma City, came in after the bombing, and basically worked the crime scene physically. The black church arsons, he worked on the Waco investigation, he came in afterwards and was assigned to work the investigation. He really has had an incredible career where he's touched a lot of different aspects, which makes him very unique inside of ATF. Now that's not the full commercial, that's just part of it. But you get the idea. Okay, this guy was a great person in the ATF for 25 years. However, what he doesn't understand, the Second Amendment is the Second Amendment. We have a right to arm and defend ourselves, and you are not going to stop that. He may have seen all this carnage and things that are going on, but I'm going to throw some numbers out there that's going to just absolutely blow your mind because they're saying we have this big issue with guns and people killing each other. Well, I hate to tell you this, that isn't even close to the top priorities of why people die in America. It's nothing more than a political spin to grow fear in America, fear in these leftists. So they'll stand up, vote for these idiots, instead of understanding the truth. Mark Robinson is a black man, and I'm going to play a clip from the NRA specifically talking about this Jim Crow gun control conceptual idea which still exists today. And this is what he has to say. The dirty little secret that these out-of-touch politicians don't want you to know is that while bigots were working with the Klan to take away guns from black Americans, the NRA was fighting to arm them. The Second Amendment doesn't care about what your skin color is. And that is correct. That is correct. And a weapon doesn't care what your skin color is. However, what's important is the character about the person that carries that weapon. That's what we have to concentrate on, not the weapon. So take a listen to Mark Robinson from the NRA. I bet you've heard this before. Unlike anything we have seen since the era of Jim Crow. Since the days of Jim Crow. The Jim Crow textbook. Of Jim Crow. It's Jim Crow. Jim Crow laws, gun control, the Ku Klux Klan, what do all of these things have in common? They were all used as a weapon by the enemies of freedom to disarm people simply because of the color of their skin. You know, there's a word for that, racism. And it's still happening today. The inception of gun control in America was rooted in racial hatred and still disproportionately targets minorities living in cities that are run by socialist dogma and overrun with crime and poverty. Look at Chicago, Baltimore, Los Angeles, New York City. All of these places were hit with riots disguised as protests that leftists cheered on. Their solution? Leave law-abiding citizens in majority black neighborhoods disarmed and defenseless while their businesses and livelihoods 
were destroyed right in front of their eyes. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi lives here. Obama lives here. And of course, Joe Biden lives here. The dirty little secret that these out-of-touch politicians don't want you to know is that while bigots were working with the Klan to take guns away from black Americans, the NRA was fighting to arm them. The Second Amendment doesn't care about your skin color. I'm Mark Robinson, and I'm a proud member of the National Rifle Association. I encourage you to be one as well. So there you have it. Another great patriot that the gunny would give his life for. Exactly. He understands the truth. He understands what freedom is. And he understands what protecting your family is. Got a special, special for you today. Two boneheads. First time I ever did this. Not one, but two bonehead clips that you've got to hear associated with David Chapman and his nomination as the ATF director. Check this out. Uh, ATF, it, it has been a long running. The NRA has tried to sort of neuter and tie the hands of ATF for a couple of decades now. They rigged, it, rigged the rules for a while to do this. Um, their power is much less. You, it looks like you may get Mr. Chip. Mr. Chipman may actually get confirmed. What do you expect him to do at ATF? What do you think uh, he can bring to ATF that would be a change? Well, I think it's been really hard for ATF over the last, gosh, probably 15 years with a difficulty getting strong mm. leadership at the helm to, you know, to get the proper resourcing that it needs. I think the most fundamental thing that ATF needs in order to do its job effectively, help make sure that we're as safe as we can be as a country, looking at trafficking, looking at regulation of firearms, ATF needs resourcing. They need enough funding to ensure they can properly oversee federally licensed firearms deals to ensure they can properly do the investigations they need to, to look into trafficking and, and all the other types of illegal um, gun sales that are going on online. I believe that with strong leadership and with you know good connections and good sort of political acumen that the agency can do a far better job that it's already supposed to be doing to ensure that we are looking at this you know tragic ongoing pandemic epidemic in this country in a way that allows us to make progress. And I think David Chipman is the perfect person for that job. He has an incredible wealth of okay. experience within ATF. As usual, the Democrats never let a crisis go to waste. That's what they do. They instill fear, escalate crisis, blow it up to where it affects everybody in the country. And this is their narrative. Okay, so let's talk about this gun violence, this tragic ongoing pandemic in America, all these gun violent deaths and these people that are dying. There is an estimate, a good estimate of about 40,000 people in this country in one form or another die from some type of gun violence, whether it's suicide, murders, you know, all those kind of things put together. So 
it is a, a high number that's been rising, but it's only rising because the cities have um, unarmed the citizens and only the criminals have the guns. And that's why it's rising. But let's compare that to this. This that I'm going to tell you is from the CDC telling us exactly the numbers in 2020 of how many people died in this country and what they died from. Okay? Number of deaths leading to causes of deaths. So that's pretty much what it says. Heart disease, heart disease 659,041 people last year died from heart disease. Cancer, 599,601. Accidents, unintentional injury, you know, car accidents, falling off a house, all that stuff. 173,000. Chronic lower respiratory disease, 156,000. Stroke, 150,000. Alzheimer's disease, 121,000. Diabetes, 87,000. Nifarets syndrome, 51,000. Influenza and pneumonia, 50,000. Intentional self-harm or suicide, not necessarily by gun, but by drugs or falling off a cliff or jumping off a building, 47,511. Oh, let's just go ahead and throw gun deaths in there at 40,000. So if you add up all of those numbers, what you're going to end up with is millions of people are dying in this country, not from gun violence, but from all the other stuff. But how many times do you hear about the politicians addressing every one of those as a pandemic, as an issue? Cancer, heart disease, accidents. This is pure narrative. They're not doing anything to save America and protect America. If they were, they would attack all of these things where the majority of the people in this country are dying. But see, it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the control. It doesn't fit the fear. It doesn't fit in their platform and their administration. Therefore, they don't talk about it. Okay, so let's listen to bonehead number two, which you probably figured out is Biden talking about his soon-to-be nominated and appointed ATF director. Finally, the Bureau of Alcohol, Alcohol Tobacco, and Firearms, the key agency enforcing gun laws, hasn't had a permanent director since 2015. Today, I'm proud to nominate David Chipman to serve as a director of the AFT. David knows the AFT well. He served there for 25 years.
And Vice President Harris and I believe he's the right person at this moment for this important agency. And I've said before, my job, the job of any president, is to protect the American people. Whether Congress acts or not, I'm going to use all the resources at my disposal as president to keep the American people safe from gun violence. But there's much more that Congress can do to help that effort. And they can do it right now. They've offered plenty of thoughts and prayers, members of Congress, but they've passed not a single new federal law to reduce gun violence. Enough prayers. Time for some action. I believe the Senate should immediately pass three House-passed bills to close loopholes that allow gun purchases, purchasers to bypass the background checks. The vast majority of the American people, including gun owners, believe there should be background checks before you purchase a gun. You see, they keep saying the same narrative over and over again. Got to have background checks. We have background checks. If you've never bought a gun in your life, other than buying it from your dad, you have to have a background check. If you go to a gun show, if you go to a gun store, they're going to check your ID to make sure that you're not a felon and that you don't have a record by doing a background check. And you're not going to walk away with that gun until the background check is done. I give you the numbers. 2.353436. million people had background checks done last year. Record number in the history of America. Fear. It's all about fear. It's not about living your life and that things are happening the way they're supposed to happen. It's about fear putting into your heart so you will change your mind and allow the government to take control of you like they know better than you do. So the Second Amendment is not negotiable, period. No laws can be passed against the Second Amendment. The only way you can change the Second Amendment is to have an amendment to the Constitution. So don't listen to this bureaucracy saying they're going to put somebody in there and they're going to ban this and they ban. Yes, they'll have federal law that bans whatever, right? But we know how long that lasts. As soon as that administration leaves and somebody else comes in, the ban goes away. In the meantime, 2.3 million people have already bought that gun that these people want to ban. So... Well, I feel safe. I hope you do too. Because many Americans are standing up for their rights, standing up for the Second Amendment. And we all should do that. Whether we have a gun or not, it is a right to protect yourself, your family, and others. Not to mention the fact to be able to go hunting and bring food into your house. Stand up, show up, speak up. This is the Gunny out.